Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining New Jersey Wedding Podcast. I'm Andrea Pertel. I'm a full-time professional wedding officiant located at the Jersey Shore and traveling throughout the state of New Jersey. And of course, Celia Milton, fellow officiant and celebrant, is joining us today as well. Hello, Celia. Good morning. How are you? Doing really well today. Um, right. Today, Celia and I are going to talk about two of our um, latest weddings that we did. Celia was at the Grand Marquis um, not long ago, and I was at the Long Beach Island Foundation of Arts and Science. But I do want to open by asking our listeners, our couples out there planning their wedding or ones who have already had a wedding in New Jersey or elsewhere, how you found your vendors, uh, specifically your officiants. I ask this because one of the platforms, the most popular platforms to advertise on is Wedding Wire and The Knot. And the reason it's become so popular is because, of course, they have paid or sponsored Google ads. So they come up top page of Google when you Google wedding officiant in my area. So they come up pretty prominently there and they also collect reviews. So the more you've been advertising with them, the more reviews you have. So you get kind of stuck advertising with them. Um, all wedding vendors are a little upset these this last year or last couple of years with wedding wire in the knot because, um, the cost of advertising in the last two years has gone up 40% with them. So if it costs the wedding vendors 40% more um, to advertise with them, of course, that affects their cost to the couples. And I know we're all talking about the price of everything. We go to the grocery store and it's, I swear, it's almost twice as much, you know, gas, the cost of living increase, but it hasn't gone up 40%. And I and I'm ready to, and they also negotiate, which is, they don't have separate, they negotiate, which is crazy. Um, and anyhow, I would like to know if you use the knot in wedding wire to find your wedding vendors and your officiants, or did you kind of land there through Googling and then you read a, a review and then it, you know, you go down that little Google rabbit hole and then you end up on wedding wire and then you click on the website through there. Or did you click on my website and I have my reviews posted that are on wedding wire and then you go to wedding wire and then you send me a contact through there. <laughs> I know it sounds, um, I don't mean it to sound so uh, hard there. Just, Wondering how you found us, if it really definitively was through Wedding Wire or the Knot. Right? <laughs> Thank you. You can email me at Andrea, A N D R E A, at thisjoyous.com, T H I S J O Y O U S.com, or leave a message on any of the social media sites, Instagram and Facebook, or both New Jersey Wedding Podcast. So um, I'd really like to know that. I'm debating the value of having an ad and, and increasing that by 40%. Um, and I, so I thank you for your feedback. All right, Celia, let's get started. Um, oh, let's do the Grand Marquis. 
How was yeah, it? I think, I think what's really interesting is that the two places we're going to talk today, talk about today, are like so different. Right. Um, so different. Uh-huh. Uh, the Grim Key, I would describe it as your kind of classic ballroom banquet hall venue. And that is exactly what a lot of people have always thought that that was going to be their setting for their wedding. Um, and they do that so well. I mean, the, the, one of the things I really love about it, they have, they have two rooms. I worked there probably, I don't know, a dozen times before I even realized that they had a second area. That's how private you're, you will feel in that space. It's like, one of my colleagues said, well, you know, they have a really big room in the back. They can do 700 people. I was like, really? That's so weird. So you really just never get the feeling that you're you're in a space with six weddings going on. It's really kind of, um, it's really kind of impressive. They have a beautiful ceremony space with this dome ceiling. It's really kind of dramatic. It's kind of like being in a little planetarium. Yeah, it's but beautiful, they they right? Have, it is dramatic beautiful, and beautiful. Yeah, they have a, they have an outside ceremony space. Another thing that I never realized until this weekend, because I'd always been inside and it had yeah. been orchestrated so beautifully that, that they have a beautiful outside space that I have that on my, uh, my actual Instagram, uh, beautiful long ceremony space with a kind of columned ceremony, uh, altar space and a big fountain. When you come in, it's, it's really, it's really pretty. And I think that, you know, the fact that you have a nice space to be inside or outside. I mean, if it's like winter and it's snowing or if it's summer and it's raining or it's really, really hot, you can absolutely be inside and it's very, very pretty in both spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, my ceremony, you know, it was really, really nice because I had married two couples from this family before one of them was this bride's sister who was in the of course she was in the wedding party and they had picked a lot of the same vendors that they had used for the sister's wedding and the the sister also had like a new little baby so it was really fun to see them and um that's the greatest honor is to be asked back for more family uh members or friends congratulations that's really quite an honor it was really kind of funny because when i i walked in the photographer was like i know you you did the sister's wedding. It's like, wow, I feel like really like I made that much of an impression. That's like really cool. <laughs> but uh, We had a ball. They had um, a wonderful DJ who I recommend all the time, EMG, um, their DJ, Brian, who is just full of energy and he's been with them for quite a long time. And he's just, he's just great. He really gets that room dancing. He's terrific. But they, um, my groom was Jewish and my bride was Filipino. So we had a number of elements from each one of their, you know, heritage elements that applied to them. They used the groom's family's kiddish cup, which was really pretty. But this is really funny. It was really small. So we did a wine blessing at the beginning. And I can't remember if it was the bride or the groom. Like, wow, we needed a bigger cup. That <laughs> was really kind of funny. But um, note to wine blessings, always use white wine. But yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not not unless you're using a sippy kiddish cup, which I don't think is really made. Um, we don't want to get that wine near that dress. Um, they and they broke the glass at the end, but they also did the Filipino rituals with the uh, cord and the veil and the coins. The little usually the coins. Well, in every ceremony that I've done that's been like this, the coins are brought up by 
the ring bearer or, you know, another small, another little child, boy child. And he was just adorable. The kids, we had like, we had the trapped family there. Okay. We had like nine kids in the wedding party and they were just adorable and they were so well behaved and it was a long walk for little kids, but he brought the coins up and then we had the cord and the veil and, and the unity candle, which kept going out because it was so windy, but you know, you, you deal with nature, you, you get nature, but it was, I was really impressed with how smoothly everything ran. We did get to be outside, even though it's been raining for like 40 days and 40 nights, we, uh, we did get to be outside and it was beautiful. There's ceremony. What the other thing that really impressed me was the variety of, food that they had at the cocktail hour and the way they presented it it was really cute they had a pizza station with stacks of pizza boxes as decor it doesn't sound like it was cute but it really was cute <laughs> they had a, you know, a stir fry station with cartons and it was just everything was just really tailored to the couple i feel like it was really much more personalized than sometimes a ballroom setting can be um, right. it really took into account their tastes and i think the funnest thing was that one of them is a dental, she works in a dental office and they had imprinted toothbrushes as favors. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I thought it was like really cute, but uh, it was just really, you know, it struck me as very personalized, which I don't always expect when I'm in a setting like that, but they really made, you know, the, the people there were wonderful. They had a pretty large bridal party everybody was lined up on time the pictures were done beautifully and smoothly it, it just it ran really really nicely but it still had a, a personal and fun kind of feel to it it wasn't like a real it wasn't a stiff wedding at all so uh, yeah i i would i would definitely recommend it we had a we had a good time there it was great and it didn't rain i think i mentioned that once <laughs> <laughs> it didn't rain every weekend this 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 uh season has oh my god those of you who are counting seven in a row okay yeah we've we have beautiful midweek days like today it's gorgeous out and then the weekends keep raining what's going on there i have always had a um a good experience at the grand marquee and you are right they are two different venues that they that we were at they're very different and of course it's it's all about your tastes and um you know, your vision for your ceremony. I was at Long Beach Island Foundation of Arts and Science, also known as LBIF is what people call it. And it is right in Love Ladies um, in LBI. Love Ladies oh. is a section of LBI. So uh, a professional officiant will know how to file that uh, marriage license. So a big hint, Love Ladies does not have its own municipal clerk. And um uh, so anyhow, this is right across the street from the beach and the foundation has this, this big space. Of course, it's a place for artists and they do classes and there's a couple of buildings on the premise and it's, it's really quite beautiful. You will see pictures on, of course, my individual Instagram and I will post pictures of both the Grand Marquis and LBIF weddings at both of these places on the um podcast instagram and facebook which is new jersey wedding podcast new jersey is spelled out new jersey wedding podcast links to both celia and my business uh instagrams as well are our separate wedding instagram so you can see the pictures these beautiful pictures we had rain 
And so even though we were supposed to be out on the beach, we had to bring it inside. But I think the couple did get a chance to go out to the beach to take some pictures when things calmed down. So um, I had the pleasure of working with Corey Taylor of Bogoth, Bogath Events. I'm sorry. Um, that she They specialize in weddings at LBI. And um, we're going to have her on our podcast in a couple of weeks. And I look forward to it because she is great to work with. Um, so we're looking at the end of November. She's so busy right now. We'll have more guests at the end of November, December, January, where, when things calm down for them. I also worked with the talented photographers, Ann Cohen Photography and Ryan Johnson. Uh, Ann and Ryan were the two photographers. So Ann Cohen is also specifically to the LBI area. And the beautiful flowers were from the uh, the florist Lily in the Valley. So um, I'll put oh, links to them. Name. Gorgeous. And of course, another people, LBI has its own little wedding people there, you know, its own little wedding community. Uh, and Rustic Drift is, they're the ones to go to for your arch rentals. Um, they were going to set up the whole beach rentals with this seating on the beach, but of course the rain, they supplied the arch and a few other things and it was just great. But I also had the pleasure to work with the fabulous DJ, Doug of Lovesick DJs. Oh, and they're so good. They really are. I think they do a lot in the Philly area, but they are really good, really fun to work with. I really enjoyed them. And they of course, provided me a microphone for the wedding. And I think the cocktail hour though, they had this fabulous singer, Andrew Morer. I'll put the link. You'll see it on my website, a little snippet of him singing. And, and that was great. It added something to it, the live music there uh, for the ceremony. The ceremony itself um, had some uh, interesting things. One of the first is, is they did, they wanted non-religious, but the bride was Jewish. And so they ended their ceremony with the breaking of the glass, but they both broke the glass. She wanted to be in on that oh, too. Cool. And it was, so when we kind of rehearsed it, I told them maybe hold each, hold your, your hands, face your, your guests together. I'll put oh. the glass down. I'll get out of that shot. And then together, break that glass while kind of holding your hands and you have your, your bodies kind of facing out to the guests so that they can get a good shot of that, which they did. And that was a, a really unique ending of it. That's the first time I've had them both break the glass together. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the, uh, also I do love it when a couple chooses a reading that, that I read, that is one of my favorite readings. And, um, because there are so many beautiful. I know we have a lot of the popular ones that we're used to reading, but I don't get them too many choosing this one, which is called Time Travelers. I have to look up who it's written by. I'm sorry, I don't have that in front of me, but I'll put that on the website, uh, on the um, social media site. Time Travelers was so beautiful because uh, we were supposed to be on the beach, but even though we moved inside, it's a beach atmosphere and the beach is right outside the door. And it begins with, may you take on the world together with all your hopes and dreams. 
May you be each other's anchor in smooth or rocky seas. May you bend to the world's winds and brave stalls and storms. May you find common ground in all its changing forms. And it goes on and on. And it, it's, it's not a long one, but it's really beautiful. I'll post that as well. Um, that was really beautiful. The, the other thing um, was the intro. And I know that you, and we've done it a lot this season, is I did open and I spoke about this in one of the other podcasts about opening with some words about rain on your wedding day and why it's good luck. And I did begin this one. And I always ask any changes in the ceremony. I asked the bride and groom, I never speak off the cuff. So when I got there, I said, would you like me to include a little, little bit of wording about rain and good luck on your wedding day? And I, I did say, I know we were supposed to, um, be outside, you know, with our toes in the sand, mother nature had other plans though. And then I have this little saying, uh, that's quite beautiful about why rain on your wedding day is good luck. And, uh, that set the tone. Everybody seemed to like that. So it was a beautiful ceremony, beautiful couple. I love it when I walk into, and it, and it happens often. That's one of the reasons I love this job. When I walk in and the wedding team is, you know, the DJs from lovesick and, uh, you know, Bogath, events and you know it's just great when you walk in and we become such a great team and everything went smoothly and wonderful and i highly recommend it um uh lbi foundation for arts and science it's you have to go and look at it and make sure it's your kind of rustic cool event space so it looks really cute i i love the fact that on their website when you look under weddings and events they have like a mr softy truck yeah yeah <laughs> like for, you know for after party i think that's like just adorable oh my god how cool is so my bottom line is i highly recommend uh that venue it's a fun and great venue i highly recommend all the vendors i worked with um and uh celia recommends uh the grand marquee and um i'm gonna post links to all of these venues and vendors, look us up on, at New Jersey Wedding Podcast. That's Instagram, Facebook. There's also a website, New Jersey Wedding Podcast. And we want to hear from you. Did you have your wedding at the Grand Marquee or Long Beach Island Foundation of Arts and Science? Uh, we want to hear from you. Did you, what was your experience at these venues? or whatever venue you held your wedding at or attended a wedding at. Let us know your experience, your advice. Um, did you do something you regret or didn't include something that, that you wish you would have? Let us know. And um, any questions? Do you want to hear us review a venue or vendor? We want to hear from you. We never share your email or your name, only your questions. So um, you can email us at Andrea, A-N-D-R-E-A, at thisjoyous, T-H-I-S-J-O-Y-O-U-S dot com, or contact us through messaging on any of the social media sites. And um, sure would like to hear from you how you found your vendors. Did Wedding Wire or The Knot play a role in finding your vendors? I know that people like to make their websites through them, and that's a very popular um, thing to do, and that brings value to the couples, but I'm wondering about how you found your vendors. Um, 
through, was it through them or through a Google search or friend or family or your venue? So thank you for joining us today. Um, and I know we have some upcoming unity rituals too. So stay tuned. And yep. we do have some guests coming up. Um, they're all going to be mid-November and out. I know we're going to do Jersey Shore Doves. We're going to have Corey from Bogath Events. We're going to have Mammoth Wedding Rentals and a couple of other guests. So stay tuned for that. That'll be fun. All right. Be- all right. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for coming. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Andrea Pertel owner of For This Joyous Occasion Officiating Services, serving all of New Jersey. Julia Milton from NJ Vows Now, Vow to be Different for New York and New Jersey.